The question is ways to manage and accept anxiety. So I think one thing that's very important to appreciate with anxiety is that it's not a disease uh, as such. Uh, there can certainly be major problems that come about because of it, but the physiology of anxiety, things like cortisol and adrenaline hormones in our system, the adrenal glands in the center of the body, the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system, these are all functions that are there to uh, to help us essentially in moments of danger and you know for the most part they're there in all humans and across the board in animals as well so when something is that recurrent we got to say well hold on a moment is this a bug or a feature now sometimes things can be both it's not always that simple but I think one of the simplest things we can do with anxiety, and of course there are, we could do thousands of sessions on this alone, but one of the simplest things that we can do is uh, recognize that. Recognize that it is a kind of an aspect or an ability that we have as a person. Now, of course, we can absolutely overuse it, and it can be very scary, and it can cause many challenges, but that still doesn't change, I suppose, the appreciation that we have it as a feature. We have the ability to protect ourselves, And when there's kind of unwanted and unnecessary anxiety, what tends to be happening is our anxiety systems are active in a well-intentioned way to keep us safe, but when we're not in the presence of danger. And where this gets tricky is, over the course of time, you know, for one of your ancestors thousands of years ago, should Uncle Bob feel scared when there is actually a lion or a tiger in front of them? Or should they get scared when they hear a rustle in the bush? And you can see the pros and cons of each. You're going to have false positives if it's just the rustle in the bush. You know, you get scared when you don't need to. But there are advantages to being scared because you're going to be more attentive and you're probably going to get out of there and you're going to play it safe. So this is what's sort of tricky about this. So we have an interesting system that tends to be triggered by imagination or ideas or worries. And of course, with anything particularly strong anxiety, you know, going to get a good medical checkup is always number one and you know, just making sure there isn't any underlying condition or anything else that can be addressed. But a lot of the time, in a sense, there are good reasons for us to be anxious because we're worried about things, we're getting caught up in certain patterns of thoughts and that then is leading the adrenal system and other systems to become active in that moment just like when you watch a horror film on tv even though you know on some level it's fiction on a deeper level it's like your body doesn't know it, it believes you're there so that works with a book as well reading a book you start to feel that way even though it's just black text on my paper but it also works that way if you close the book and you imagine the story or if you just have thoughts like dreams at night or daydreams during the day, they're capable of activating that system. So, you know, getting getting a check if the symptoms are strong is really important. And, you know, whether that can be addressed on that level or not, either way, it'll give you a good sense of what the next steps are. So that's the first step. But the second step then is, I think, normalizing anxiety and asking that question, why might it be there? Are there any good reasons for me to feel these feelings you know it's the anything that maybe I, I should or could be addressing in my life and it's as if my system is you know bringing those feelings forward as a little bit of an alarm bell 
So of course, you know, sometimes some, some in-depth one-to-one work will make this much easier to do, but at least kind of reflecting in that way and trying to understand and come to terms with it can be much more useful than battling it because battling it very often leads to a feedback loop. You're stressed, then you're stressed over being stressed, then maybe stressed about that, and that can lead to symptoms, and so it can go into a bit of a cycle. So stepping back, breathing, recognizing and understanding, and and drawing on any supports can be useful there. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe, and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf or at JFL.com.